Good morning from Berlin. It's Julia Fidel speaking again. I am your tour guide through today's busy schedule at Berlinales Industry Event. And today I'm especially intrigued, of course, as it is series day at the industry sessions. So we're looking a little more into the very dynamic TV market. And I am pleased to welcome Scott Roxborough from The Hollywood Reporter for this. Hello, Scott. Hi, Julia. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, and I hope you are doing well uh, too, as you are also now having day three of the industry event. And my first question to you is going to be, how has it been for you so far? And uh, now that we are at the peak, uh, what do you think uh, will be the peak titles of this edition? Yeah, I mean, it's been, I think, for all of us, a very strange uh, uh, Berlin uh, this year. Um, I'm not sure about you, but I've, I've been basically sitting on my couch uh, the whole time uh, watching movies, watching series, and then in between doing endless uh, Zoom meetings and interviews with mainly industry people, so so sellers and buyers and uh, producers and financiers. Um, I guess it's all fine. Um, the, 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 the movies have been quite good, actually, but um, it's not something I'm really looking forward to repeating. So hopefully this will be the first and last time uh, that uh, Berlin has to do this. Yeah, um, no more home but, shopping European film festival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be nice. Um, but uh, no, when it comes to, when it comes to actually the, the titles and the films, um, it's been, so far it looks like a pretty good market, uh, which didn't necessarily surprise me because we've had like virtual markets in Cannes at the AFM and they all, they went from the business side of view went pretty pretty well um in terms of the best titles i mean even before the market started um film nation sold out on its um new film uh, red rocket which is uh, a sean uh, baker film he's the guy who did the florida project and this is his new film and they were going to bring it to the um uh, to the berlin market they presented it and so forth um and it basically sold out last week before the market officially started uh with focus features taking uh, most of the world uh on that um and um then then yeah i mean Berlin's usually the is the sort of big pre-sales market for un, for films that haven't actually been made yet, but are sort of getting their financing from uh, buyers around the world. And I mean, there's been a lot of them. Film Nation has another one in the Lost Lands, which is um, Paul W. S. Anderson, uh, the uh, uh, Resident Evil guy. He's doing a new film, sort of a. It's based on a um, G. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, George R. R. Martin, the Game of Thrones yeah. guy. Yeah, one of his stories. Um, big, big movie. Uh, uh, looks interesting, though. It looks like maybe it'd be too big for the in, uh, independent market. It might go to a um, a streamer or to a studio. Um, but uh, those are two of the two of the bigger sort of um, presale uh, titles. When I look at the stuff that's in the festival, that's that's sort of on on offer. Um, I really like the German films, and I've heard a lot of good things about them. Um, uh, Beta Cinema has two films which are in competition: the Maria Schroeder film uh, "I'm Your Man," uh, which I really really liked. Dan Stevens playing a German speaking uh, love robot. Really really nice uh, film. Very funny He's sort of excellent, right? He's so excellent oh, yeah. at this role. And I mean, you can say it yourself his his German is phenomenal. <laughs> it's it's just unbelievable. Uh, too many talents for one man. Um, Uh, no, but so that film I think is going to sell and sell well. Um, and I really like Daniel Blue's film. Daniel Blue has his directorial debut um, called uh, Next Door, Neben An, um, which is um, which uh, the Austrian German writer Daniel Kahlman wrote the screenplay for. Um, and it's sort of a, I don't know, a, like a meta take on his own life where he sort of plays a character which is basically the same as Daniel Bruhl, except he's sort of nastier and and and, and meaner. Um, and he's <laughs> confronted by a neighbor 
played by uh, the amazing Peter Kurt. And uh, I talked to Daniel Brühl uh, on the, about the film last week, and he was saying, you know, he wanted to set up like a Western, but instead of dueling with pistols, they duel with words. Um, I think it was a great film, very, very entertaining, um, very small movie. It's like a, more like a, a stage play uh, than, than a big film. Um, but I think it could do really, really well. I think it's entertaining. Daniel Brühl is a huge star, obviously, worldwide. Um, and it's kind of the little, little movie that you could fit into theaters if theaters are open, but it would work very, very well, you know, going on a streamer or, or going somewhere else. So, so um, those are at least two German films that I think will do very, very well out of this market. It sounds really great uh, and so good for the German market. And now that you've already spoken about uh, streamers, um, what what would you say is your take on the market for TV content? Uh, who uh, is buying and, and what are they buying? Well, I mean, that's the one sort of bright light in the in this sort of very dark uh, uh, pandemic uh, storm is that uh, the streamers have been doing, of course, incredibly well. Um, and it's sped up the expansion of these big uh, uh, studio driven streamers. So, of course, we always had Netflix or had Netflix and Amazon Prime for quite some time. Disney already launched before uh, pan the pandemic, but really did well during it. Um, but um, now uh, the, all these new uh, series of streamers, the C CBS is uh, um, uh, Paramount Plus, uh, um, HBO Max uh, from Warner, uh, they're all coming onto the market and expanding incredibly quickly. And they're buying like crazy. HBO Max, I mean, I think is just calling every uh, European buyer, a European seller with a big catalog and saying, give me a, give me all of it. And here's a check. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, that's it's in some ways, I think is holding up the European market in a lot of ways, which, of course, was so badly hit by by the lockdowns. Um, no, so, so um, they're buying and they're buying a lot of very interesting uh, things. So Sort of um, non-English language content, more art house films, not just sort of you know genre or or English language, um, and uh, because of as you probably know because of the rules uh, within Europe uh, in terms of content on streamers, um, the, they have a sort of quota system where you have to have at least thirty percent of your catalog on your on a streaming service in Europe has to be of European origin. So that just means. By necessity, uh, uh, these new companies that are rolling out these services around the continent here, they have to buy up a lot of uh, a lot of things or make it themselves. I mean, HBO Max is going to probably start making a lot of their own stuff. Disney has already announced they're going to make a bunch of European series. Um, so you're going to see a lot of that happening. But at the moment, um, it's just a great time uh, for anyone who has you know European content on offer because uh, every streamer wants it and they're willing to pay fairly good to uh, uh, fairly high prices to to get it. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a very exciting time for, uh, for TV producers and uh, series creators. And uh, so what would you say, which series at the moment are generating the strongest buzz? Um, well, I mean, of course, we talked about the series at the Berlinale series, uh, the small selection um, uh, that you guys have made. Uh, um, That's always great. I mean, I really love the Berlinale series. I think it's one of the um, few sort of TV, new TV uh, festivals that have been brought out in the last couple of years that have really worked because the concentration is just on quality as opposed to who made it or what country it comes from or so on, as you see in some other other of these presentations. Um, and so almost every series that's on that list, of uh, whatever it is, six or seven, um, is really, really good. And I think will find its way to the international market. Um, but 
Um, maybe if I pick two, maybe, um, I mean, Russell T Davies, um, uh, HBO series, uh, it's a sin, which is, uh, set in Britain in the um, uh, 1980s, in London in the 1980s, just as AIDS is starting to hit, of the, of the gay life, lifestyle of there. That's a phenomenal uh, series. Um, and, um, you know, HBO has it in a lot of places, but everywhere else it's going to quickly sell out. That's, I think, just obvious. It's a phenomenal, a phenomenal show. Um, I'm a real big fan of the um, David Schalko uh, series, um, Me and the Others. It's called German language uh, series. Um, and Schalko is Austrian. He did like what Braunschlag, Altes Geld. I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, he's a, maybe an acquired taste, like a lot of Austrian things are an acquired taste. Um, but uh, I think uh, this show could do quite well. It's um, Sky has it in Germany and um, uh, Embassy Universal, um, uh, because they own Sky now, uh, are, are selling it worldwide. Um, I hope it finds, finds an audience. I think it probably will. I mean, given as I was saying, what streamers are doing in terms of buying up um, international content, non-English language content. I think um, as long as stuff is good, um, there's no niche too small. Uh, so even sort of odd, disturbing Austrian dark comedy, which is sort of what Schalke, <laughs> what he does, um, that it has will find an audience uh, now. And I think uh, the streamers are recognizing it and and are going to uh, are going to go are going to jump and and buy it. Let's hope for that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us, this Scott. And uh, now let's hear from Katharina Brehm, what not to miss today. So Katharina, what can we expect from the digital event of the Berlinale series market? We kick off the day with Russell T. Davis, uh, who has his new show, It's a Sin, in the Berlinale series lineup. That will be quite exciting. Very good. And um, what is another highlight uh, that you're looking forward to? You told me about Mauricio Mota visiting you. Yes, we have a session with Mauricio Mota, the producer of the longest running Hulu series East Los High, and he will talk about social impact storytelling. Very nice. And then I heard something about exciting numbers, which oh. are part of your content strategies. <laughs> Indeed. What are broadcasters and streamers looking for? That's a question we ask in our con uh, content strategies talk. We first um, hear Guy Bisson diving deep into numbers. And trust me, it's exciting. And then we hear the perspective of top-notch executives. So stay tuned. I'm very excited to hear who these people are, but I heard that you are keeping this a little secret from me, so everybody has to check it out. And uh, what about the Germans? What are we hearing from Germany and new series? We have our very popular session, upcoming series from Germany, where we present brand new series and see exclusive scenes straight from the set and hear talks with the creators. Our four highlights this year in this session are Terra Vision from Netflix, Wild Republic uh, from Magenta TV, um, Para from TNT Serie and last but not least Blackout from Join and Tat 1. That all sounds really exciting. Thank you, Katharina. And uh, I hope we all have a lovely day. Enjoy the day. 
That's it for your morning brief. Just one last thing. We have another long episode in store for you. This one is called Transforming Storytelling Together, Nostradamus 2021. And as the title suggests, it is about the future of the screen industries just beyond the pandemic. The author of the report, media analyst Johanna Kolionen, presents her key insights and she discusses them with producer John Giva Amu, who had his film The Roads Not Taken at last year's Berlinale and now, one year on, he reflects on work in our new reality. I highly recommend listening to this and now I hope you enjoy the many events of the Berlinale Series Market Day. And I'll take some extra seconds to thank the Series Market's main partner, Film und Medienstiftung NRW, and we are also supported by Medienboard Berlin Brandenburg. There is a whole series of content strategy talks to enjoy today, one of them with producers Christophe Riondé and Rika Ennis, and one with the creator of The Queen's Gambit, Scott Frank, which recorded the morning after his Golden Globe win. So let's see if he looks as fresh as you must do ahead of your day three at the EFM Industry Event 21.